This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Regularly scheduled from 3 to 6. Today I'm only on till 4, 2 to 4. Next week I'll be 2 to 4 to make way for UGA basketball. So I've been talking about the email gate. I'm not crazy impressed by email gate. I'm much more concerned with some of the more serious crimes that the Clintons have been accused of over the past 20 years or so. Things that really go to intent to do wrong for personal gain from uh, illegal activities, fraudulent loans, abuse of power, access to information for political purposes. Bill was accused of using government agents to procure women. Uh, Hillary used supposedly used her power to silence his accusers. I mean, things that are serious, that have victims, that cost the taxpayers money. Emailgate, I understand it was reckless of her to do that, but recklessness is not the same as criminal intent. And I think that there's possibilities in some of these things. I'm going to rattle off the probably my top 10 Clinton scandals that I think do go to intent or at least bear further investigation. I want to know what yours are. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. I got before the break, we were, this, my show started too, so we've been having a conversation about this. Someone called about Abby Martin, who was a uh, Russia Today reporter, and I thought she had... Uh, resigned in a huff over Russia's behavior in Ukraine. But AJ tweeted me, the reporter who resigned from RT was Liz Wall. So during the break, I looked into both of those stories, and Abby Martin did make waves news because on her RT show, she spoke out against Russia's behavior. And Russia today is the mouthpiece of Putin, basically, at this point. So uh, that made some waves, but she continued working for them after that. Whereas within two days of that, this Liz Wall did walk away from RT based on the same thing, Russia's behavior in Ukraine, which is kind of crazy to me because there's a lot of evidence that we were the bad actors, that we orchestrated the coup in the Ukraine. If you haven't heard that, go to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com. I have hidden audio and a lot of deep stuff that makes it seem not crystal clear that Putin is at fault there. But what I did, uh, I did want to talk about the, the Clinton stuff. So I'm going to get to some calls. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Charlie. Hi, Charlie. You're on with Monica. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, did I hear you correctly that you didn't think that the email was anything besides just negligence? I, uh, this is, I guess you missed the first hour. I talked about it for like an hour. This is, let me just clarify, you're right. I, I need to recap my position on this. I think that the thing behind the email gate is that it should reveal to us all 
the dirty dealings behind the scenes on everything from the Clinton Foundation to carpet bombing Libya. Like, I want to see those smoking guns. And I don't think we're going to see those smoking guns. I think that this whole email gate thing is smoke and mirrors. I think the left and the right are, are have been complicit in covering up for Hillary in Benghazi and a lot of other things. So what they're focusing on with email gate is that did she have classified information? Was it illegal? Stuff that really goes to her breaking the rules, but not to her actually having intent to do things that benefit her. Like whatever went on in Libya, it's there was no reason for her to order the destruction of Libyan infrastructure because Gaddafi was ready to abdicate before we dropped any bombs. Why would she do that? I suspect a bad motive, but... And I think that when email gate does not come up with that smoking gun, it's going to make her look better, not worse. I just smell a rat. That's what I was getting at. Sorry, I wasn't clear. Yeah, well, yeah, there, there's a rat. I mean, the rat is her, basically. Yeah, but you she's know. done so much worse than just used a, you know, broken the rules. Yeah, but, you know, that's like with the, the emails with, you know, being in the State Department. You know, I don't see how anyone can say that that was just negligence. You know, the, the intent's there. What What the was intent. the intent? What are you saying? I, I'm not contradicting. I just want to understand what you're saying. What do you think she intended to do? Well, the 35000 that they erased, supposedly, I think that's there. And I think Comey's finding them things, and I think that's going to come out. Now but we're that, we're probably we're probably never gonna actually see the wording because it's confidential, you know. In same way with the SAP files, the SAP files, we're never gonna actually see what they say because we, the public, ain't allowed to see something that you know that that's high up. Yeah, that's the special access program stuff. That's right. the stuff that was in the news all week last week, and right, I'm saying I want to see. I don't need the, the special access stuff. I want to see why uh, Bill Clinton had got $106 million for making speeches while Hillary was Secretary of State or Senator of New York. I mean, that's what I want to see, and I'm not seeing that. And well, I'm never going to see that. Why? Yeah, I don't think you're not never going to see it. I think if Comey really pushes this issue, yes. I think we're going to see something on that. Because her being Secretary of State, I'd be willing to bet you my life on it that... She profited from being for Secretary of State, her and Bill both. Yeah, I totally, I think that's that's probably the truth. And this is why I smell her at with email gate. I don't think she's going to, that those emails will surface. And what will you and I have to say? We'll have to say, well, I really expected them to bring it out. So either the entire government is totally corrupt and covering for her or she's innocent. If it well, doesn't we, come out, what are we going to say? We, we know the government's corrupt. It yeah, that's what I think. The top. I mean, this is, all the way to the top. This is what I'm worried about. She, and when her first year as first lady, she was uh, somebody who worked directly for her, asked for and got hundreds of FBI files on government employees for her, the first lady. And it was right. widely assumed, what other reason could it be, that she needed that information for political purposes. And she supposedly did that same kind of tactic for people who came out against Bill accusing him of sexual harassment. Imagine the information she had access to on every single solitary person in government when she was Secretary of State. I mean, I don't know if anyone could really be at liberty to out her. Uh, who's clean enough? Who? Who? Do, you know what I'm saying? Like, if she has everything on everyone, 
then I don't think we're ever going to get to the real smoking guns. The only one that's clean enough, and if if he's really what everybody says he is, is Comey. He is the only one that can put this out. Yeah, there. he has a lot of credibility because he uh, he came out against his boss during the Bush era and did something that was you know seemed like he was a straight and narrow guy. But that those are the guys they get. They get they. Uh, they need people with credibility for honesty, or you just don't buy it. I mean, that's what I feel like this whole email gate thing is about, is about getting us to to have to admit there's no smoking gun. And I, I think that that's, it's really a psychological operation in that regard. Uh, I am open to argument, though. I hope it's the real thing. I'm going to George. George, you're on with Monica. Hey, how you doing today? Good. How you doing? Good. Yeah, I just thought, well, you guys were talking about the email gate. I was just driving. I missed the whole first half of the show. Sorry. I know. I didn't didn't recap properly. I I think the rabbit hole is deeper than we're ever going to know. Well, true. But what I just wanted to make a comment to you is because when I turned on the radio, you said that what she did with email gate was reckless, not criminal. And I need to correct you tremendously on that. I was in the military, and I dealt with classified information, and I, and I didn't get anywhere near to the classification level she had. And had I done a tenth of what she's done with that private email server, I would have been buried under love. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely but the, the way, what, George, was, let me interrupt you. Was, the way they're couching it is they, they're saying, well, you know, it's not crystal clear it was marked that, and it's not crystal clear she wasn't allowed to have it. It's not crystal clear there were rules here. It seems to me that they're couching it so far. What we are um, seeing isn't this, uh, you know, knowledge of a of a law and uh, the no, intent to break it. No, this is, this is all media propaganda trying to protect her for whatever reason. The fact is, if you have anything classified, it is classified. Doing anything other than what you have signed a paper saying you won't do is criminal, and you are putting people's lives in danger. And what she has done is absolutely criminal. And for her to say, I didn't know it was classified, is an outright lie. There's no way you can get that information without knowing 100% that it's classified information, especially when you're talking top-secret SAP. That all seems right, but here's the thing. That you are a person with inside knowledge who has to explain to us what we need to understand. And for me, that doesn't have the kind of political impact that, say, an investigation into the Clinton Foundation and Paola or Clinton's relationship with this convicted pedophile or um, what really happened in Benghazi. Not like, did she not get the guy security, but did she deliberately leave him there to die? You know, that's the kind of stuff that is crystal clear to everybody. It's absolutely wrong and criminal. And it's and there's tons of that to investigate. So I feel like the email gate thing is is a diversion in that way. Well, it's, it's not a diversion. It's just a, a symbol of everything that the Clintons stand for. And all they stand for is themselves in doing whatever they can do to promote themselves and move themselves forward. Yeah, I think that that is consistent with their pattern. I think that uh, if you look at everything they've done, but so much of what they've done is about using power, using influence for their friends, for their cronies, for their bank account, that, that doing this 
is an indication. The private email server is an indication that there's stuff she didn't want people to know. But that's what I want to see, and I'm not getting that. But it's a lively conversation, and uh, I'll get to Daniel after the break. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. It's going to be much nicer tomorrow with a high of 50 and some sunshine. Back down to 27, though, overnight. So turn that heat up. The weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. Got a little controversy going because I've been talking about email gate, and I feel like the Clintons are cap- are are uh, probably guilty of so much worse, but people are mad about the email gates thing, so I'll give you your due. Daniel, in Atlanta, you're on with Monica. Monica? Yes. Hey, all right. So I think it's a mixture of both, and I think the first thing people should ask is, I remember a news article when Barack Obama was first elected president when he got his BlackBerry that was capable of receiving classified emails. And I think that when Hillary says that she used her own server on a private uh, cell phone uh, for out of convenience, don't you think at a level of Secretary of State that she could have a BlackBerry as convenient as the president to be able to handle such emails and do is that if these types of emails may not have been classified, um, uh, secret or top secret or just classified or even sensitive, for the most part, as a veteran myself, meaning it, handling both, if anything is even uh, remotely close to it, they're automatically sent on that secret ser- uh, from uh, to your secret email on your secret server, regardless if whatever the classification ends up being. To protect that information. Yes, I think it's ridiculous, outrageous that she that she did that, that she had that private email server. I think it is not believable on any level that she did it out of some kind of convenience or anything. I, but I think the whole story is a way to divert our attention from from things that are crimes on their face to Democrats and Republicans alike. Well, and then my second point is, is that I could kind of connect uh, everyone's point about how, how email gate is much worse than what she's doing to what you're saying. I think it's a mixture of everything. I think she did it to be able to protect herself um, for for being a secretary of state and anything that could have potentially happened. Yeah, and, and because she probably, she may well have intended to uh, to use her position in nefarious activities and that's why she from the beginning knew that she didn't want her emails there but she probably had it all worked out in advance how she was going to get away with this but this is what they're they're focused on the emails the cover-up not on the underlying crimes because i think they're going to help her cover that stuff up that's just what i think uh this is monica perez maybe it's something really cool that I don't even know about. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB uh, from 3 to 6 normally. Today I'm on uh, 2 to 4. Next weekend I'll be on 2 to 4. And I've been talking about Hillary and email gate. And I've really caused a little bit of a firestorm because my position is it's it's like... Um, focusing on form over substance and i understand that what she did i don't even think i mean it it the official 
story seems to be that they're accusing her of being reckless, of having bad judgment, of did she know that the stuff was highly sensitive or top secret or special access programs that came out this week. And I'm saying because it's presented in such a nebulous way, and you, if you know, if you believe, like I do, that the Clintons are bad, that they abuse their power and everything like that, you see that this is the sign of something deep and dark. But if you don't think that about her, if you are on the left, if you're a Democrat, this kind of thing that doesn't have hard accusations with crimes that are easy to understand, like selling uh access to power you know stuff like that if if you're on the left and you don't and it's not easy for you to understand this you it would look like she's being persecuted that this is a witch hunt that they just they can't get their fingers into their nails into anything super serious with her so they're just gonna talk about how she shouldn't have used the server she must have known that this stuff is classified i think it's there's tons of deep dark stuff about her i don't think it's gonna come out I, I, I don't know if she's got stuff on everybody or what, but it just seems to me this email gate thing is just the kind of highly divisive issue that could get people on either side just defending their party. And that's the kind of thing I believe the powers that be use to get our eye off the real problem, like what really went on in Benghazi. Uh, there are Republicans and Democrats implicated and what went on there to the extent that something very serious with with arms being traveled from Libya to Syria and stuff like that, that kind of stuff is bad and it implicates both parties, which is why this stuff is is never really going to come out. But we can talk about this thing and uh, and both sides feel defensive. That's what I think about the email gate thing. I think there's much more going on that meets the eye. I'm going to continue taking calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. But first, I want to give out the McDonald's weekend prize pack. It is a family four-pack of tickets to an upcoming Atlanta Gladiators game at the Infinite Energy Arena and a family four-pack for Atlanta Camping and RV Show at the Atlanta Exposition Center South, uh, January 29th to the 31st. So the first person to call 404-741-0750 will get that prize pack. But I want to get back to this, uh, uh, the email gate question, other Clinton scandals that should be, you know, either back in the news, people should understand what these guys did when they were in the White House. I mean, and Bill Clinton's predatory behavior I don't even care about people's private lives. I, but he used his position of power in the White House to victimize people and to shut them up. I mean, there, there's, I don't think anybody doesn't see that as, as uh, what really happened. And it reminds me like, what if Hillary was married to Bill Cosby and he was going to go with her to the White House? People would freak out, but, but nobody's even focusing on that. And that to me, uh, you know, doesn't seem right. I'm going to Doria and Marietta. Hi, Doria. You're on with Monica. Oh, did you say Gloria? Oh, hey, Gloria. Yeah. Hey. How are you doing? I don't know. For me, I thought you said George. <laughs> no, um, sorry. You know, Gloria. Monica, the last part that you gave really explained it. I heard the callers and what they felt and all. 
But I'm so glad you added the last part. The word that comes to me is distraction, which is what government does all the time. And they must be using this as a distraction from everything else. So I'm really glad that you added that last part. Because yeah, I could tell my message was not getting through. I, yeah, yeah. I'm not defending her. I just think that this is not going to bring her down. And there's lots of stuff that could. Yeah, and they're trying to kind of snow us with this one issue. And even I was sort of thinking about it, although every time I see Bill Clinton's face, his whole history comes back to me. You know, yeah, I mean, if you I... remember him, it makes your blood run cold. You know, that oh, I, oh, I get. But with this... Oh, very. Oh, yeah. very. Now, I, I, the reason that I called, aside from listening, as I do every time you're on, I, I want to warn people about something that happened to me. It's not on this subject, but it's... It's something I want everybody to know. My daughter had some bad depression on January 5th. And on January 6th, her friend, who she was visiting, took her to the hospital after, you know, going through some depression for some hours. And um, when when he called next day, they said she was not there. She was never there. They don't know anything about her. Well, he and I were both in a panic, phone calls back and forth. It turns out, to make a long story short, she was there the entire time. But it's this stupid excuse the expression, jackass privacy thing, where people act like they don't have a brain. You know, God made us to be able to sort things out and make discernments, and even animals can do that. And now it's gone to, you're either right or wrong, you're either dead or alive, there's no in between. Do you know what I mean? Yes, and and I thought that the other day when I heard somebody talk about trying to get their mother into Arlington, who was like a backup pilot in in World War II, and they said, well, there isn't enough room for every single person who falls under your mother's category, so we're going to deny her ashes being placed in Arlington and I thought can't they just use their brains and let this woman put her ashes and not put it on the radio not make a federal case of it where then it's going to be a class action suit whatever happened to people just using their brains so thank you for the call Gloria I want to get back on track I'm going to Jim in Cleveland hi Jim you're on with Monica hi Monica how's it going good how are you doing I just want to say all this uh, Hillary stuff there a lot of that is is it is a big distraction, but I believe they are a conduit for uh, Obama to give out information to whoever. Because I think the next president, it will be Obama. Uh, I think uh, there'll be a big push coming on before too long that uh, the media will get uh, Biden in there, and he'll uh, pick him as his VP. And, uh, of course, today they say Bloomberg might get in. That's going to siphon votes, so that's almost a guarantee right there. So but you're some, saying that they will change the term limits for the president or it'll declare a state of emergency? You're saying Obama will have a third term? He's got two ways he can do that. He can declare a state of emergency if he gets the media to create uh, all these little wars, these little fights. we got blacks against cops, whites against blacks, rich against poor, women against men. He can do that and create enough agitation to declare martial law, or the big push will be on with the media to get Biden elected. Biden will pick him as a vice president. About a month after he gets into office, there Biden will decide, well, I'm just an old guy, and this is too much information for me. i got to hand this off. To the I don't who- think they could make him a vice president if he's not qualified to be president. You, ha- you have to be qualified to be president. But the first part, the state of emergency thing, I, I have, I've seen for a couple of years now these 
ideas that Obama would somehow get a third term. I never, I don't feel that in my gut, although there are, there are certainly examples of states of emergency that have put, kept people in office. I remember the Haitian president suspended the election just as all this earthquake relief money came in. FDR, of course, the only president who got four terms. That was before there was a presidential term limit uh, in the Constitution. But uh, you could declare a state of emergency, I guess, and and suspend the elections. I do wonder, you said something about martial law when I hear, I grew up in New York, and there was tons and tons of snow, huge blizzards, everything like that. And they told you to stay out off the streets and stuff. But the tone of it now is so different. It's like you're forbidden. You're not allowed in or out. You're, it's illegal to be out on the street. I always feel like that kind of tone is a rehearsal for martial law. And uh, so I think that we are definitely headed in that kind of a scary direction. I don't personally think that Obama is going to be have uh, a third term. But, you know, stranger things have happened. I'm going to Steve in Atlanta. Hi, Steve. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. How are you this afternoon? Good. How are you doing? I've got a great question for you. Okay. I want to pick your head. Uh, I enjoy your show uh, immensely. Uh, so my question is, let's just assume that there is an indictment. Republicans have a certain uh, a scenario they'd like to play out, and the Democrats have a certain scenario they would like to play out. And so let's assume an indictment of Hillary. What do you think is, and, and now we'll assume that if, if, if either one of them get their way, one way or another, uh, if President Obama is still in office, he will set her free, right? We can assume that, right? That he won't, that watch, if she were convicted, he would pardon her? Yes. You don't think if it would go, I don't president. know if it could go that, it couldn't possibly go that quickly, unless she just deliberately lost on purpose. Right. Oh. oh, okay, so, so no, let's, let's say, well, what's in her best interest? Let's say she does get indicted beforehand, she pleads guilty. No contest, maybe. that she's going to be pardoned, as long as he's still in office. And so, wouldn't it, so, so the scenario is, do they let her go on without, don't, don't indict her while she's still running, Oh, get him out of office first, yeah. or do they indict her after, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I understand what you're saying. You're saying yeah. that the Republicans don't want to bring her up on charges, because then she could immediately, it's like a game of chess, she could immediately uh, plead no contest. They would enter a verdict, whatever, of guilty, basically, and yep. then she would be immediately pardoned by Obama. Yep. I mean, yep. Clinton did pardon people. Fifteen people were convicted in the Whitewater scandal. Of course, not the Clintons weren't even indicted. Uh, they were investigated, though, but he did pardon some people that really raised eyebrows. So uh, presidential pardons can be pretty crazy. And people don't always remember this, but Watergate uh, was exposed during the campaign itself. Watergate broke the news. They, those people were caught breaking into Democratic headquarters during Watergate, and Nixon still won by a landslide. So you Another can question. How yeah, about so you this can, scenario? Yeah, you can still win the election even if you are... Yes. What if she won the election, <laughs> was indicted afterward, was pardoned? Uh, now she's a president who was pardoned. I... Convicted. Uh, I, if she won the presidency just based on all the stuff I've been reading lately of the uh, the Clinton scandals when he was in the White House, I cannot see the possibility that it would 
really get anywhere. I mean, I, I even with the Ken Starr thing, which he seemed absolutely above reproach to me, and maybe he is, but he couldn't get people to talk or he just couldn't piece it all together. He couldn't indict them. And although it's the Senate at a certain point released its findings that Hillary was a central figure, and that was a quote from them, a central figure in the wrongdoing or the scandalous behavior during that, and Ken Starr couldn't bring it home. And then I just found out that he's working for this Jeffrey Epstein, who was the convicted pedophile and friend of Clinton. So it's quite possible that uh, that if she were in, once she had that kind of power, that is certainly the power of the Clintons, pattern of the Clintons, that it would not, not get anywhere, that it would be dead in the water and she'd be free and clear, and she would have all that dirt on people because of her ability to use information for, uh, for political purposes, which is, I think, possibly at the heart of all this. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I got time for one more call after the break. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. It's forecast to be warmer as the work week begins. 55 is supposed to be the high for Monday, but that could change. So stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. I've got time for at least one more call. I'm going to Doug and Madison. Hi, Doug. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Thanks for taking my call. Um, psychological profile on Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Dick Morris, who was his campaign manager, uh, for Bill Clinton has warned over and over again the, the facade of Hillary Clinton. The interesting thing about this is that you're absolutely correct. Bill has uh, abused his power ever since his governorship in um, Arkansas, where he used his own men to protect him as he went after women. It goes that far back. His grandmother protected him and cared for him while his mother was out running around. That's why he went after women that resembled his mother. The interesting thing is is that Hillary is protecting him now, just like his grandmother did. Hillary is protecting him by building a wall within the government structure and allowing him. It's amazing to me that he is still in our face after what he's done. But you made a good point of the amount of money that he's made. Hillary is continuing to protect him and that family by continually setting up a structure to take money from the American people. And what gets me is we still don't get it. We still allow them to do it. I'm praying that she loses because I think once she loses the race, she will go away. Well, I um, I hadn't even thought, Doug, about what you're saying, that these guys... Uh, are actually stay at, at, at all times since he won in 92, basically until very recently, she's actually, or he has been in the halls of power at the very highest levels for the longest time. And I never even thought of her as that kind of a, an enabler that she talks about uh, defending the rights of women, defending the rights of children, and the things that she has done has actually allowed him to victimize them and then uh, basically accused them you know, the victims of being the perp. She called Monica Lewinsky a narcissistic looney tune, if uh, I read that quote correctly. So uh, that's a good, interesting point to end on. I'll be on a post-debate show Thursday, this Thursday after the GOP debate, and next week I'm on 2 to 4. This is Monica Perez. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.